0: This is not a normal confirmation process going on here this week. Donald Trump has openly stated that he wants to fill this Supreme Court seat in record time so that the court can rule in his favor should the elections be contested.
1: Welcome to episode 22 of Inside Without Now, a podcast brought to you by volunteers with Refuse Fascism. I'm Sam Goldman, one of those volunteers and host of this show. I'm coming to you with my voice sore from chanting and speaking at the Women's March yesterday, where I joined thousands nationwide who took to the streets demanding no confirmation before inauguration and demanding the ouster of the Trump-Pence fascist regime. Refusefascism.org brought into the protests this key message. Trump is already stealing the election. We need to vote, but Trump will not be stopped just by voting. At protests in D.C. and across the country, many with Refusefascism.org wore handmaid's costumes which were a pole of attraction and brought forth volunteers to wear them. And their images were prominent in media coverage of Women's March protests. They brought to bear the key lesson from The Handmaid's Tale, which is that the people must act before it becomes too late. Christian theocracy plus destroying elections equals fascism. The rubber stamp confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett A handmade enforcer, if ever there was one, should lead us all to demand that this confirmation not go forward and that this fascist regime must be removed from power. RefuseFascism.org is calling for mass public assemblies nationwide to protest and demand Trump Pence out now. Saturday, October 24th, New York City. 2 p.m. Union Square, L.A. 2 p.m. Pershing Square, Chicago 2 p.m. Federal Plaza. Trump is already stealing the election. Black and Latinx people forced to stand in line 12 hours to vote. Mail-in drop-off locations shut down during a pandemic, while armed white supremacists, MAGA militias, are being mobilized to intimidate. We have to assemble now to plan and organize, to stand together every day before the election to stop the Trump-Pence regime. We must vote in big numbers, but we have to face the reality that voting alone will not stop Trump. The illegitimate rushed confirmation of a theocrat fascist, Amy Coney Barrett, to the Supreme Court, is for the immediate purpose of throwing the election to Trump should he lose. Trump and Amy Coney Barrett refuse to commit to a peaceful transfer of power. We face a rolling coup heading to a showdown November 3rd. Let's unite and rise just like we did in the spring for Black lives, coming back day after day in nonviolent protests, United by a single demand. Trump pants out now and refusing to stop till they're gone. These final days leading up to the election must be our time, not Trump's. Together, we can change the political landscape, holding fast to the principles of nonviolence, yet determined to prevail. Our numbers, our diversity, and our heart for humanity can sustain us through whatever the Trump-Pence regime tries to do to remain in power. As we grow, we will inspire millions more to join this great struggle until those in power to stem the rising tide of protests are compelled to concede to our single demand that the regime must go. On Saturday, October 24th, Come one and all into the public square for mass protest assemblies to demand Trump-Pence out now. Let us show the world that we are uniting with courage and conviction to drive the Trump-Pence regime from power. You can find more at refusefascism.org. In today's episode, we are sharing an update from Sansara Taylor, co-initiator of RefuseFascism.org in D.C. on the ground during the Amy Coney Barrett hearings, which was originally aired on the Revolution Nothing Less show, along with a powerful interview with Sansara and Mark Joseph Stern, staff writer at Slate.com, covering courts and the law about what is at stake in the confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court, which originally aired on Sansara Taylor's radio show, We Only Want the World on WPFW, which you can listen to on WPFWFM.org and 89.3
0: FM. Hi, this is Sansara Taylor from Washington DC in front of the Supreme Court of the United States. During the week of Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation hearings, Trump's appointment to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the Supreme Court of the United States. I'm here to report for the RN;L the Revolution Nothing Less Show and to join with refusefascism.org in mobilizing in the streets and calling on everybody across the country to take to the streets, to join us in the streets, to stay in the streets demanding Trump, hence out now to stop the fascist coup now unfolding in plain sight. This is not a normal confirmation process going on here this week. Donald Trump has openly stated that he wants to fill this Supreme Court seat in record time so that the court can rule in his favor should the elections be contested. And he is doing everything in his power to contest these elections already. He's mobilizing an army of ex-military and police to intimidate at the voter polls. He is declaring mail-in ballots fraudulent, and he is refusing almost daily to accept a peaceful transfer of power. For her part, Amy Coney Barrett, during these confirmation hearings, has also refused to endorse a peaceful transfer of power.
2: Do you believe that every president should make a commitment, unequivocally and resolutely, to the peaceful transfer of power?
0: Well, Senator,
1: that seems to me to be Pulling me in a little bit into this question of whether the president has said that he would not peacefully leave office. And so to the extent that this is a political controversy right now, as a judge, I want to stay out of it. And I don't want to express a view on
0: she has refused to state the basic constitutional principle as law that Donald Trump, the president, cannot single-handedly postpone the election? Does the Constitution give the President of the United States the authority to unilaterally delay a general election under any circumstances? Does federal law?
1: Well, Senator, if that question ever came before me, I would need to hear arguments from the litigants and read briefs and
0: consult with my law clerks and talk to my colleagues and go through the opinion writing process. And she has refused to state that violent and armed voter intimidation is illegal.
2: Last week, a contractor from outside of my state of Minnesota started recruiting poll watchers with special forces experience Mm -hmm. to protect polling locations in my state. This was clear voter intimidation. Similar efforts are going on around the country, uh, solicited by President Trump's false claims of massive voter fraud. So as a result of his claims, people are trying to get poll watchers, special forces people to go to the polls. Judge Barrett, under federal law, is it illegal to intimidate voters at the polls?
1: Senator Klobuchar, I can't characterize the facts in a hypothetical situation, and I can't apply the law to a
0: hypothetical set of facts. She is giving us every reason, just like Trump is giving us every reason, to believe that this Supreme Court will be an instrument of this fascist coup that must be stopped and that votes alone are unlikely to determine the outcome of this upcoming election. But that's not all that's at stake. All week here in D.C., the steps of the Supreme Court and this city as a whole has been crawling with Christian fascist foot soldiers, true believers, including many young women, enthusiastic about the prospect of Amy Coney Barrett on the Supreme Court because they see just as Trump and Pence and Pompeo and the whole fascist regime recognizes that Amy Coney Barrett would tip the balance of the courts decisively in a fascist majority and a theocratic fascist majority. This will be a court that is hostile to the rights and the lives of women, ready to deprive women of their right to abortion and even birth control and force women back into the conditions of forced motherhood and female enslavement. This will be a court hostile to the rights of LGBTQ people, stripping away recently won rights, slamming them back into the closets and worse. This is a court and a Christian fascist movement that is redefining religious freedom, not to mean the freedom of everybody to practice their own conscience and their own personal lives and to live as they believe they should, but to mean the right of Christian fascist theocrats and bigots to impose their bigotry upon everybody else, Through the power of the state. We are in very dangerous times, but for their part, the Democratic Party is legitimizing and normalizing this process. Rather than opening impeachment hearings against a president who is openly declaring he wants the courts to help him steal the elections, they showed up for these confirmation hearings like good little boys and girls, and legitimized an illegitimate process. Yes, they asked some tough questions, but they have conceded in advance that Amy Coney Barrett will be confirmed to the Supreme Court with all that means. Meanwhile, they tell their supporters to vote in even greater numbers, even as once again it is clear that Donald Trump cannot be counted on to respect the electoral outcome. Yes, we should vote in overwhelming numbers if there is an election, and we should deal Donald Trump a decisive electoral defeat. This matters tremendously. But it is not enough. It is time for us to come into the streets and join those with refusefascism.org who are already in the streets day after day protesting and demanding Trump Pence out now. We need to overwhelm this fascist coup. We need to be in the streets in nonviolent mass protest until we remove this regime from power. This has been done around the world, and needs to be done here now. We saw our power across the country in the streets, and the beautiful rising against police murder and terror, against institutionalized white supremacy. We saw how the power of the people in the streets changed things overnight, made what seemed impossible one day possible. And what everybody was talking about the next day, and we saw it right here in Washington, D.C., too, in the seat of power, the courage that people had up against this bloated bag of fascist feces in the White House, Donald Trump. We need all of that again and much more right now because all of that and much more is at stake in this fascist coup and this fascist takeover of the courts. We need to come back into the streets here in D.C. in the seat of power and nationwide Because the road to a world where black lives matter, a road to a world where immigrants are treated like human beings, not animals locked in cages with their children torn from their arms, a world where women have the right to decide their own lives, their own destinies, their own reproductive decisions, a world where LGBTQ people are treated and valued as full human beings and part of the family of humanity, a world where we take care of the environment and stop the acceleration towards environmental destruction. For the whole world and where we value the lives of people around the world and put an end to these unjust wars, all of that, any of that, requires the removal of this regime. We need to pour into the streets. We have the power. We have the power in our millions if we dare to do this. So everybody, we need to start. We have begun. We need to erect this pole. We need to call out to society. The streets are the place to be. Trump pants out now is the demand we can all unite on and that humanity needs from us and we can win. Today is October thirteenth, 2020. It's day two of the Senate confirmation hearings for the Supreme Court nominee Amy Coney Barrett. I have traveled down here to DC to cover this and to be part of protesting it and today I'm very happy to be talking with Mark Joseph Stern of Slate.com. He writes on courts and the law. Welcome to the Revolution Nothing Less show.
2: Thanks so much for having me on.
0: So I wanna start by stepping back in a minute. I wanna ask you some questions about the nominee, about the process so far, the hearings so far, but let's just start. I know that you said, and I, I think it's true that this is an illegitimate process to begin with. Um, The appointment of of this Supreme Court given what Donald Trump has said about wanting to be able to throw the election to the courts is itself illegitimate. I wonder if you could just talk about that. Let's start there.
2: Yeah, so uh, Donald Trump has said on numerous occasions that he really wants to confirm a new Supreme Court justice before November 3rd, right, before election day, um, specifically because he is relying on the Supreme Court to decide this election. And he's been very clear that he expects the court to decide the election in his favor. Um, Trump has said on numerous occasions that he wants the courts to look at the ballots to void uh, absentee ballots that he deems to be illegitimate. Um, his, his campaign is arguing right now that Pennsylvania should be forced to void absentee ballots that come in uh, legitimately under state law. So we know that Trump wants to throw this election to himself through Barrett's appointment. And we also know, of course, that this entire process is profoundly hypocritical and violates the very principle that Republicans used to block Merrick Garland and 2016, right? When Obama nominated Merrick Garland, Republicans said, we do not confirm Supreme Court justices in election years. That's the rule. Well, guess what? We're not just in an election year right now. Millions of people have already voted, more than 10 million as we speak. And so when Republicans said in 2016, let the people decide, right? Let the American people decide who should be the next justice. um, Well, they were lying and their, their lies are now on display for all to see. And it's very difficult, I think, for anyone to view this entire maneuver as anything other than a pretty partisan power grab.
0: I think that's important and it comes in the context where Donald Trump is calling mailer votes uh, fraud, where he's mobilizing shock troops, I think you could call them former police and military to go to the polls to intimidate voters in Democrat run cities, especially. Um, So this is part of a concerted effort to undermine and and destroy an election that goes against him. Um, Exactly. Yeah. I think maybe you could talk now a little bit about Amy Coney Barrett, uh, who she is as a judge, what her life story is, what what light you wanna shed on that.
2: So I'll I'll just start with a little anecdote, um, which is that for about three years now, pretty much any time I tweet uh, anything about Justice Ginsburg, um, starting in maybe 2017, I would almost always get troll responses from Trump supporters saying, hey, guess what? she's going to die and Trump is going to replace her with Amy Coney Barrett. Um, Amy Coney Barrett's name itself became a kind of troll move on the right. Um, and now this is all you know, come to pass. Justice Ginsburg has died. And of course, Trump nominated Amy Coney Barrett. There are a few reasons why she was sort of anointed um, to, to be Ginsburg's successor. She is a woman, of course. And the Republican Party has long understood that it really needs a woman to uh, vote to overturn Roe versus Wade, right? When the Supreme Court uh, limited uh, later term abortions in 2007, and it was all men in the majority, there was a huge backlash, right? Because a lot of people said, look at these sexist men not understanding women, not understanding their bodies and their needs. And really from that point, um, the conservative legal movement set its sights on finding the woman, there aren't very many in that movement, so it's pretty slim pickings. Uh, which to find the woman who would overturn Roe, and that is Barrett, right? She has been consistently anti-abortion while serving on the Seventh Circuit. Um, she voted to reinstate a law that required minors to notify their parents before terminating a pregnancy, even if a state judge ruled that the minor is mature enough to make the decision on their own. Um, She voted to reinstate a law that barred women uh, from terminating a pregnancy when there are severe fetal abnormalities. Um, In pretty much every other area, she has been incredibly conservative, arguing that the state has broader power to take away the right to vote than it does to take away the right to bear arms. That actually the right to own and carry a gun is more fundamental than the right to cast a ballot and participate in democracy. Her entire worldview is very, very far to the right and and really on the fringe of what would be considered mainstream even 10 or 15 years ago. Unfortunately, in light of all Trump's traditional nominations. Uh, it is an ideology that is ascendant in our courts today.
0: Yesterday, we had the first day of hearings, and most of it focused on on the Democrats' part on the Affordable Care Act. I wonder if you could talk about it's very the Affordable Care Act and health care coverage is extremely important, and all the more so in a time of pandemic. But there is a lot that did not get mentioned that is also at stake, and I wonder if you could give us some sense of the scope of what was not mentioned that is on on the chopping block or on the line of fire with this nomination.
2: Yeah, so my colleague Dolly Lithwick and I were discussing this yesterday, and I think it's just so overwhelming to think about all that is imperiled by Amy Coney Barrett that it's easier to just zero in on one law, which is what Democrats did. Like you said, they're focusing on Obamacare, on the ACA, and really have not brought in these other cases that will be on the chopping block. But they should, because there are a lot of them, okay? So we've talked about abortion. I have absolutely no doubt that Amy Coney Barrett will help to roll back and eventually overturn Roe versus Wade. Um, I have no doubt that she will vote to roll back marriage equality. There are cases um, on the court's doorstep right now that seek to strip equal rights from same-sex parents. Indiana, Her home state is actively trying to prevent uh, same-sex parents from being listed on their child's birth certificate, even though opposite-sex parents with no biological connection to their kids get to be on that birth certificate, because it's a legal document. It's not a genetic one. Um, There are gun laws all across the country that are severely imperiled, if Barrett is confirmed. Uh, She has said that she believes the Second Amendment is an almost absolute command that even people convicted of felonies have a constitutional right to purchase and carry firearms. Um, environmental regulations and labor law, those are really in jeopardy if she's confirmed because the conservative movement that she's a part of has questioned the entire legal framework um, around these laws. The idea that these uh, independent agencies in Washington, DC can say, no, you can't have this much carbon emission. No, you can't release this much mercury into the river in your town. She probably thinks all of those are unconstitutional. Um, and then if we turn to sort of the broader question of voting rights and election laws. You know, I have no doubt that she will join the block of the court that will allow states to disenfranchise their voters, even targeting them by race or political affiliation to impose these draconian burdens on the the ability to just cast a vote. Um, And I also fear she could shore up a majority to allow state legislatures to ignore the statewide vote and assign electors in the Electoral College to Donald Trump if they decide that they don't want to pay attention to people's wishes
0: so here we are back to nullifying the the election if if it doesn't go trump's way right so you know i think in the in this one appointment we have both a concentration of a fundamental shift and transformation of the highest court in the land and an attempt to secure a presidency regardless of The way the vote goes, it's a it's hard to imagine that there could be more higher stakes in one confirmation hearing.
2: That's right. And, you know, I think it's really important to remember a lot of Democrats are blaming Trump, a lot of Democrats are blaming Senate Republicans. I think that that makes sense. Those are the the lead actors here. But Amy Coney Barrett is in control of her own life right? She has decided to become complicit in this partisan power grab. She has decided to aid and abet this power grab. And I don't think we should write her out of the narrative. She has agency, she is front and center in this very cynical maneuver to kind of hack American democracy right before an election. And so I think a lot of the criticisms that avoid Barrett are kind of missing the mark. She's the one who will position herself to roll back voting rights and possibly hand Trump the election.
0: So I have one last question for you. And this gets to something that you mentioned in your conversation with Dahlia Lithwick yesterday. Um, And it gets a little in the weeds for people who don't follow all the Supreme Court cases, but I think it's very important. You highlighted uh, Josh Hawley, the Republican senator, really went after Democrats for supposed anti-Catholic bigotry. Any questions about Amy Coney Barrett's religious views, even though she has said that, in a a commencement address at Notre Dame, she told graduating law students that being a lawyer was but a means to an end, and the end is the kingdom of God. So even though she has said things like this that legitimately should be called into question in a confirmation hearing, Democrats haven't actually talked about her religion at all. And yet Josh Howley really went after Democrats for this supposed bigotry. In particular, he singled out mention of the Griswold case. And I thought it w- you had something very important to say about what was behind this, and I think it'd be helpful if you if you unpack that for people.
2: Yeah, so Griswold versus Connecticut was a case in which the Supreme Court ruled that married couples have a right to use contraception. Um, and it really formed the jurisprudential underpinnings of Roe versus Wade, which is a fancy way to say, Without Griswold, you don't get Roe. Griswold was the case in which the Supreme Court said, yes, the Constitution protects these unenumerated rights of privacy regarding you know, one's reproductive life, one's ability to bear and beget children. Um, and that case led pretty directly to Roe versus Wade, where the Supreme Court said one of those rights is the ability to terminate a pregnancy. Um, abortion is very controversial in the United States. Contraception is not. Contraception is not nearly as contentious, right? And I think that Republicans are very afraid of having this conversation about Griswold because it will force them to acknowledge the fact that if they do succeed in overturning Roe, that Griswold really has to go as well. And that means that states won't just be able to ban abortion, they'll also be able to outlaw access to contraception. That is an extremely unpopular policy. And it's a great example of the kind of unpopular policy that Republicans don't have the guts to implement themselves, but hope to use the federal judiciary to implement in Future.
0: All right. Well, Mark, I want to thank you for taking the time to talk this morning. Um, and let's stay in touch in the future.
2: Absolutely. Always a pleasure. Thanks so much.
0: That was Sansara Taylor. You can find her and follow
1: her on Twitter at Sansara Taylor. And watch her every week on the RNL show, which she co hosts. It airs every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube at the RevComs. Next, we're sharing a recording of the Pledge to the People of the World, In the Name of Humanity, We Refuse to Accept a Fascist America, featuring the voices of some of the signers of this pledge. Arturo O'Farrell, Cornel West, Layla Hathaway, Rosanna Arquette, Jody Sweeten, and Norwood Fishbone. Go to refusefascism.org to see some of the other prominent signers, read this pledge, and add your name. In the name of humanity, We refuse to accept
0: a fascist America.
2: The Trump Pence regime must go.
1: We pledge that we will speak, we will stand, we will shout and march together. We pledge to stop a regime
2: that imperils the people of the world and the Earth itself. We will take to the streets day after day and call forth others. We demand Trump Pence out now. We will not stop until they're gone. We do not comply with the regime putting targets on the backs of Blacks, and other people. Denying women control of their bodies, forcing LGBTQ people back into the closet.
0: We do not accept a society ruled by hate and bigotry. Ignorance and brutality, demeaning and cursing
2: other peoples and countries, and threatening them with destruction.
0: There
1: can be. No more children torn from parents or locked in cages. No more fire and fury from the mouth of a demented bully with his finger on the nuclear trigger.
2: No more mass COVID deaths from science-hating lunacy. No more law and order of official terror by bullets, batons, and tear gas.
1: No longer can we live with howling mobs resurrecting Jim Crow fascist, and I want to say it again, fascist thugs attacking our protests and the right to vote stolen by defenders of the Confederacy.
0: We will not worship the flag or accept the theocracy. We
1: will not become collaborators on a march to a racist genocide. We will not hand the future to
0: scorchers of the planet.
2: Four more years, four more months, four more
1: years, four more months, and it could be too late.
0: To change the course of history as a Trump-pinch regime sabotages the election and drags humanity to the edge of extinction. Here and now,
1: we pledge to unite in our millions.
0: Rising together in nonviolent resistance to stop a great horror. We pledge to stay in the
1: streets, overcoming fear and uncertainty until this vicious American fascism is brought to a halt.
2: We
0: pledge our determination to prevail over a regime that imperils the people of the world and the earth itself.
1: And in the name of humanity. In
0: the name of humanity. In the
1: name of humanity. In the name of humanity. In
2: the name of humanity. In the name of humanity.
0: humanity. We refuse to accept a fascist America.
1: Thanks for listening to inside without now. Be in the streets every day this week and bring everyone you know to mass public assemblies demanding Trump-Pence out now Saturday, October 24th. For protest locations, to sign up and get involved, visit refusefascism.org. While you are there, I ask that you donate generously, that you consider what you will give to send the most dangerous regime in the most powerful country packing and give that. Today, Sunday, October 18th, all donations that you make will be matched to support, in particular, those who have uprooted their lives to be on the ground in D.C. during the confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett, to be there to protest To demand Trump Pence out now. Help cover the costs of materials, lodging, and social media advertising for the mass public assemblies that are coming up. Help reach all those agonizing, all those who hate Trump and everything he represents. And mobilize them to get in the streets to act before it becomes too late. You can also give via Venmo, Refuse-Fascism, or Cash App. Refuse Fascism. Be sure to follow Refuse Fascism on social media. At Refuse fascism I want to hear from you, your thoughts, your ideas. Hit me up on Twitter at Samantha Goldm19 or email Samantha Goldman at RefuseFascism.org. And if you aren't yet a subscriber, be sure to subscribe to this podcast for the latest. Help us reach more listeners by rating and reviewing the show. In the name of humanity, we refuse to accept a fascist America. See you in the streets.